Oh, hello, everybody. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. All right, are we ready for today's live? Because we literally have news breaking as the live is beginning. So the live is about to get lit. We're live on the Instagram. Hello to everybody watching on YouTube. If you're listening to this on the podcast, hello. If you're listening to this on iTunes or Spotify, welcome on in, guys. I mean, the only people that get to have the full experience are the people watching it live on on the YouTube, or sorry, on the Instagram. What's going on, everybody? Okay, let's see. Um, oh, yes, my hair is fresh, and it's purple. It's, well, not fully purple. It's like a lilac kind of purpley sort of vibe right now. It's like light lavender-ish. Thanks, guys. Welcome on in, everybody. I hope everyone's having a wonderful night. Um, so much to break down. Page six just dropped their article about Erica and her finances, which we will get into all of it. I know so many, so many people have so many thoughts about Beverly Hills last night. <sighs> there is just so much to actually get into, which we will be getting into very shortly. Um, just want to wait and let everybody kind of trickle on in. But I hope you guys had a wonderful week thus far. I do have a very exciting announcement, which kind of is why my hair is purple. I also had to like shoot some promo pics today for the wine and I had to like chug some wine. So I am coming into today's live a little Liddy City. Um, love the hair. Why are we giving me side eyes, Vasnar? Do you not like the vibe? Tell me you're hot without telling me you're hot. Oh my God, you're so funny. Thank you. Thanks. I'm so cute. Um... Questions are open right now, so you can send in your questions or, or thoughts, comments, concerns. Badges are on. YouTube Super Chat is on, so if you guys want to support the live chat, it's not required, but, you know, for those that want some additional shout-outs that are, you know, want to support the podcast and support me, I love you. I mean it. If you're watching live on YouTube, make sure to hit that subscribe button. If you're watching your hair, fire, you look fab. Aw, thanks, guys. Decided to do something a little different because here it is. Here's the announcement. <gasps> I have a new wine that is launching. So you all know the original, the OG, the four OGs we have. I'm ready to flip a table. I stole Kim's goddamn house. Now tell me who go and check me, boo. And I'm ready to mention it all. Well, now we have the newest edition joining the family. It says drag me I dare you and it's purple so because the can is purple I figured we have to have some purple hair so that is what is going on in no filter land oh my god we already got some badges coming in okay let's do a couple of quick shout outs and then we'll jump into all the tea okay first badge came from Sanchez fam yes we love the Sanchez fam Sanchez fam in the house yes with the two heart badges giddy 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 M.R. Sam, yes, with two badges. Yes, yes. Oh, my God, more badges. Okay. Wow. SoCal WC is like, hold up, wait a minute. I'm about to top all y'all with three hearts. SoCal WC, love it. Thank you, guys. Okay, please continue to send in your messages below or your questions below, so I'll pull them up. Sometimes the live chat does, like, kind of go really fast, and it is a bit from a distance, so I can't always see it right away. But drop a badge leave a question. I'll make sure to shout you out. All right, guys, are we ready to dive in? Um, I have my notes right here. Also, just really quickly, we're doing No Filter Book Club starts on Tuesday, August 24th. So this upcoming Tuesday, we're going to go live on Instagram at No Filter with Zach. Same time we do every Thursday, 6.30 p.m., 9.30 p.m. 
uh, 6.30 Pacific, 9.30 Eastern. So West Coast, 6.30, 9.30 East Coast. We're going to break down Dorinda's new book, Make It Nice. That's the first book that we're doing for Book Club. We're reading the first three chapters. We're going to be discussing them this upcoming Tuesday on the Instagram Live. I'll re-upload the broadcast on YouTube like we always do. So, wow, we are killing it. We already have five badges just to start off the day. That's amazing. Okay, cheers, everybody. Let me know what you're drinking tonight. I know some people bitch that the the Thursday live intros are a little too long. Suck it, okay? This is live. It's informal. We're doing this as it happens. We're having fun. We're getting Liddy City. We're having a good time. It's not that deep. If it's too much for you, fast forward for the first five minutes and you'll get into the tea because we have a lot of it to spell. Okay. So make sure, also make sure to get a copy of Dorinda's book. DM me if you need the link so we can get it. Oh my God, the drag me purple is so cute. Yes, it matches my hair. Okay. I've waited, made you wait long enough. Okay, so yes, we're going to recap Beverly Hills. And yes, we're going to get into some of the updates. Where should we start? Um, okay, so really quickly, I do want to clarify the Rena Erica stuff. Because on this week's episode of the podcast, I did say, I made a comparison on the podcast about the manager that they both share. And so the example that I gave in this week's podcast was about a talent manager. And some people were correcting me by saying that um, they share a business manager and they don't share like a talent manager. And yes, that is correct. They do share a business manager. And a business manager is a little bit different from like a talent manager. They essentially kind of do the same thing. Like there's, you have like a literary agent, you have a, I have a podcast agent, you have a theatrical agent, you have a commercial agent, like agents do different things as do managers. So yes, there should be some clarification between a business manager and a traditional talent manager. However, my point, the point that I was trying to make is that how you get representation, be it an agent or a manager, be it business or theatrical or talent or commercial, whatever it is, they usually happen through referrals which was the main point that I was trying to make. One, they happen through referrals, so it's not uncommon that Lisa Rin referred her friend. And then the second part was that it's not uncommon for people to share the same business manager. So just for a little clarification, yes, Lisa Rinna and Erica Jane share the same business manager, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the two of them were in cahoots. Like It's very, very common to share these same representations. Just going to say that. Um, it's also fun because Erica tweeted out, I think today, or this may have been last night, but I think it was today. It's been within the past 24 hours that she tweeted out that she heard a rumor that not only was she investing in Rena Beauty, but she heard a rumor that she was also investing into Sutton Concept, which is Sutton Strax store. So I don't know if that was like some shade that she was trying to throw at Sutton. Um, we'll get into the Sutton of it all. That's in the last of the notes, but I do want to start with the page six article that literally just dropped within the past hour. Um, let's see. So page six dropped an article that says, here's how Erica Jane's company allegedly spent 25 million from Tom Girardi's firm. It's a bit of a misleading headline, but it essentially isn't false. Um, it's not false. So originally we heard that there was 20 million in money that was transferred from Girardi Keys to EJ Global. They were written off or uh, dismissed or yeah, written off as loans to EJ Global, which were 
essentially helping to fund the Erica Jane music career slash brand, paying for Glam Squad, paying for the assistant. Um, oh, shit. I don't want to tilt that too much. Okay. Okay. So I'm just going to read the article. And then we'll break it down because I haven't had, and just to preface, I haven't had a full time to fully digest it. I'll probably do a deeper breakdown of the article on Monday's episode of the podcast. But at least for right now, for the sake of getting through it, we'll go through it together live. That way we can uh, break it down and answer any questions that anybody has. So it says the lawyers for the trustee overseeing the Girardi Keys bankruptcy found that uh, Erica's company spent more than $25 million on her American Express Bill. So that's her credit card bill, her assistance, her glam squad, all according to le- to a legal demand letter sent to her lawyer on Thursday. Who sent this letter? Oh, I wonder what a coinkadink. Ronald McDonald happened to. It looks like I'm not making any accusations, but it looks like Ronald McDonald leaked this letter to page six. Whatever. Not going to get into it because I'm tired of the fucking Ronald McDonald trolls dragging me in the comments. Whatever. Um, Okay, so it says Mrs. Girardi signed under penalty of perjury the return and personally approved the charges allocated in the breakdown. Here is the breakdown. Her Erica's attorney has shot back and said no money whatsoever went to Erica. So the attorney is saying that the money didn't go to Erica directly, which... Also, I talked about on this week's podcast episode, which Ronald Richards also tweeted out, that the funds were transferred in value, not necessarily in cash. So it looks like Tom was paying the American Express bill instead of giving Erica or the company the money directly. Girardi Keese was paying for the, the Amex. So that's what it means by value over cash transfers. Okay, so it says the trustee claimed that from 2008 to 2020, so 12 year span, which is a lot larger than I was expecting. I thought it was maybe going to be like a five, six year, maybe even four year span that this 20 to 25 million was allegedly sent to EJ Global. So now it looks like the money was transferred over the, or not transferred, the but the money was spent on behalf of the Erica Jane brand over the course of 12 years, which I think kind of changed things a little bit because 25 divided by 12, 25 divided by 12, that's maybe like roughly what, two, two mil per year? That's still, that's a lot of fucking money now that I say it out loud. Like I said, we're breaking this down live as it's coming in. So two million per year in expenses to fund the Erica Jane brand is really what we're looking at. And that's what she racked up in credit card debts, glam squad expenses, assistant fees, all of that. So it says that 14.2 million was for her American Express credit card. Um, 1.5 million went to McDonald's Selznick agent associates agency, which describes itself as the agency is the first agency dedicated to represent dancers and choreographers exclusively. And another 1.4 was on unknown purchases. The interesting part about this agency is typically an agent. You don't pay an agent money. They take a percentage of anything you earn. So that's where I'm a little, it, it, it sounds like maybe, there's um maybe it's not that they were an agency necessarily but they were a company that ej global or that the erica jane brand paid and the only reason i say that is because it doesn't look like ej global was paying these expenses through ej global it looks like girardi keys and tom girardi was paying for these expenses through his own firm and then writing them off as loans to ej global um 
So it says that she also, that uh, Erica's company also gave Stephanie Shepard, who you guys remember her on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. She formerly was an assistant to Kim Kardashian. She used to run like the Kimoji brand. We would see her a lot on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. She ended up getting uh, really close and has always been seen out with Courtney. Like they've become friends. So they were seen out socially a lot before Kim ended up letting her go and she moved on. It looks like at some point she worked for Erica. Um, and was paid $102,000, which could be, I mean, for an assistant, I would think maybe that's like two-year salary, um, these entertainment assistants, depending on who you end up getting represented by, they end up getting paid really well. So I would assume that's maybe two, possibly three, very rarely what I would think four years of a salary. Opus Beauty, an agency that represents the best and most influential and sought after artists in the business. So it looks like a lot of these expenses were funding her music career, funding the concerts, funding the travel, funding the glam, funding the music videos. I'm sure that's where a lot of these agencies and we have like Opus Beauty and all these other small companies. Um, Makeup by Mario also apparently received $1,000 in makeup. Sounds like Maybe he only did her makeup once, maybe twice. Somebody like him, I would assume for a big, she may have like hired him for like a music video shoot and that was a thousand bucks. And then it says, okay, so here's the other interesting part of the expenses. It says E5 Global Media, who publishes Billboard and The Hollywood Reporter received 8.4 thousand and The LA Times received 10.4 thousand. So here's a little behind the curtain in the world of, media and journalism as somebody that has written for a lot of major publications part of the reason I no longer write for major publications I've well I won't I actually won't list the the publications that I've written for but what I will say is it's not as kosher and this is why I'm always very skeptical when things come out in the press or when things are reported on the news or anything I've become really skeptical because I've seen the behind the scenes mechanics of it and you can see she was paying or on behalf of her music career, somebody, Tom Girardi, was paying for, I don't know what he was paying the media. Maybe it was in advertisements. A lot of the stuff that you see, like, you know, the celebrity, what's in my bag, like a lot of those things are also sponsored media. You would be surprised at how much of the articles that you read and the stuff that you see in the press is actually sponsored or is in some way influenced by like, you know, to the point I had Dana Smoller, who was a former cri- uh, client of Girardi. He's on my podcast a couple months ago, and she talked about the convenience of how Erica was a new housewife when she first joined the show and how she immediately had a spread a cover a cover story spread in People magazine. All very interesting. It looks like they definitely had a lot of connections. A lot of the covers that Tom was on, a lot of the awards that Tom won, those were all seemingly purchased himself. Like the whole world, it's all smoke and mirrors. That's the reality of it. Um is that it's a lot of it is not genuine. It's all very fake. I know a lot of comments are coming in. I haven't read them, guys. Please, if you have actual questions, leave them in the question box. If you want me to see any comments that you're sending, send me a badge because then it'll actually like flag it for me. Hey, boo. Hi, sexy stings. Oh, sexist stings. Sexist ings. Sex is tings. I don't know. Sex stings. Hey, boo. How you doing? Thanks, diamonds. I mean, I won't say she didn't know, but if my wife was a lawyer big time, I wouldn't question it. I mean, I think that's kind of 
the big overarching sentiment. So um, it also says that it looks like she paid for a lot of public relations firms. So it doesn't look like any of these charges are anything that I wouldn't expect to fund the Erica Jane. Um, thanks, Teresa Ross, 730. It doesn't look like any of the... Um, Expenses are anything that I wouldn't expect for somebody that's trying to buy a music career in Hollywood. TBH. The interesting thing is her lawyers and Erica, Erica in last night's episode of Beverly Hills and her lawyers have recently said that like she didn't oversee the finances and she didn't have access to those accounts, which could possibly be true. I mean, you know, she did kind of play that she was a lot smarter than, you know, she claims to be now. I don't know if I fully believe that, but I also can believe the housewife tale of like a, a regular Los Angeles housewife that just has an Amex and you just put everything on the Amex. You send all the bills and the invoices to daddy, daddy being Tom Girardi and Tom Girardi just kind of pays for everything. I can see that scenario happening because it's a it's a tale as old as time here in Los Angeles. So could it be that all of the bills, she was just like, you know, Glam Squad, Mikey, send my bill, send the bill to daddy, send the bill to the boss, Tom Girardi, and he was paying for all of that through Girardi Keys directly. Possibly, um, I I personally expected her to have a lot more involvement in EJ Global and expected her to have a lot more say over, you know, the actual accounts and what was, you know, contracts that were signed it's kind of a double-edged sword where it's like, okay, well, he's the lawyer. I can understand how she wasn't maybe necessarily reading the contracts, but she was giving them to him and trusting that he was, you know, reading them and giving her the best legal advice. I can understand how, you know, people like this also, people that are this wealthy aren't in their own books. They have accountants, they have managers, they have other people that are going through the books for them. So I can to a degree believe that. The hard part with believing that is there were so many instances where she's like, I'm so smart and I know the law so well that like she shot herself in the foot. Whether or not that's true or whether she just believed that she was really smart. I mean, that's also, it's also up in the air is, is kind of the point that I'm trying to make. There are so many open-ended questions and pieces that have yet to actually fall. Um, Anna, I think this is the perfect case of high-profile financial abuse. Probably. Yeah, I actually think that's very true. Um, Anne, is Tom still wealthy? I don't know. He's claiming that he's not. But I don't know if I believe that. The money might be hidden somewhere. I can believe that the money might be hidden somewhere. William, I just want people to be mad at him and stop giving her so much hate. Okay, so here's, yes, 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 yes. And I've said that a million times. We have a double standard in our culture where we want to crucify the woman. But in this case, like the woman didn't have a responsibility to pay the clients. The man did because it was his business and he was the lawyer and he took the oath and he had that responsibility. So I agree with you. Because it was his law firm, he had these clients, he took on these cases, he did have the financial responsibility to take care of the clients, and we need to hold him more accountable to that, 1,000%. So with that said, now that we know where the expenses went, uh, my takeaway from the article, I guess, is I'm not surprised by any of the expenses. They seem pretty standard for somebody that, like I said, was trying to buy a music career in Hollywood. Um there's nothing that to me was kind of like a, a red flag in any of that or any of the expenses that they listed 
other than, you know, now we know that that we can. So I guess the basic, the big takeaway is that we can actually track the expenses and we can track that money was paid for through Girardi Keys to fund all of these expenses at EJ Global. And it actually amounts to the 25 million that was suspected. That checks out. So it looks like we've been able to find the money because at first it was like, well, you know, there's this theory that maybe the money wasn't actually transferred her, to her account. It was more of just a tax write-off. It looks like that is kind of true. It was a bit of a tax write-off and the money wasn't being transferred directly to EJ Global, but that the expenses were being paid on behalf of EJ Global and then later written off as expenses sent or money loans sent to EJ Global. I'm curious to see what Emily D. Baker has to say about all of this, considering um, I just want her like legal analysis, just as a, as a side note. Uh, but also, like this was this 25 million was over the course of 12 years, so that's about two million per year, which sounds a lot. Like I think a lot of people are confusing it as, oh, Tom just at the last minute sent her 20 million and immediately went into her bank account. That's not true. That's not what happened. This was over the course of 12 years that these expenses accumulated. I mean, shit, I want a husband that can fucking pay for $14 million of my Amex bill. I want it to be that expensive to be me. I just don't want to steal it from burn victims and widows and orphans. Um. Okay, so another thing came out on Kate Casey's podcast. Or actually, let me, I'll, I'll get into all of your, you're so good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um. We'll get into all of your questions shortly send your questions in the question little tabby below on Instagram or you can resp- or you can drop them if you're watching this on YouTube you're watching a rebroadcast just FYI I do pop into the live chat and I'm chatting with you guys directly but the broadcast that you're watching is a rebroadcast as are the people listening to this on the podcast just FYI um there was also another report that came out or not a report but a podcast episode on Kate Casey's podcast, Reality Life with Kate Casey. Love Kate Casey. Had her on my show several times. So she had on two of the authors of the Housewife, not Housewife and the Hustler, the Legal Titan and the Housewife article that came out in the LA Times that we saw on the episode of Beverly Hills this week, or not this week, but last week. So she had two of the authors on her podcast and they were talking about how they looked into Erica's story of Tom sailing off and falling into the ding dong ditch and breaking his collar and breaking his ankle and being unconscious for 12 hours and they had to take him in and all that stuff. They said that they weren't able to find an actual police report that proved that he actually did fall into the ding dong ditch and that this did actually happen. The interesting part about that is Whether you want to believe the extent of her story now or you want to believe her story back in the day, regardless, like the story still stands and there's still no police report regardless. Um, So I was also a little confused because I'm like, well, why would they file a police report if they found him and he ended up being fine or not being fine, but like they took him to the hospital and there was no like I would understand if you would file a police report because you there were criminal charges that you wanted to file against somebody or something. I was just a little confused as to what the point of the police report would be. Again, I just read that article today as well. I haven't dug deeper into it. If anybody else has any other insight as to why you would file a police report for something that didn't necessarily need police involvement. We also know that Erica's son worked on the force. They obviously had connections with LAPD. So it may have been like an off the book sort of situation where they did 
communicate with LAPD, but they didn't actually file a report. To me, in terms of receipts about whether or not that story that she told on the show was true, I would think medical records and a tow bill. Because obviously they had to tow the car out of wherever ding dong, whatever ding dong ditch he drove it into. But the medical records, I would feel like, and obviously those are private, you know, he's, they don't have to disclose his medical records. But I would think aside from a police report, like a, a police report just wouldn't be the first thing that I would imagine we would get as a proof of evidence that that story actually happened. I would think the tow bill and the medical reports that show that he broke his clavicle and broke his ankle and, you know, all of that stuff. I don't know. Um, It's starting to look like maybe she's exaggerating some of this. I know some people are thinking that maybe she was in cahoots with Tom's lawyers to kind of put this narrative out there. I understand where that's coming from. And maybe to an extent, I think from her perspective, it was kind of like she's being honest about it and in her way that in like a twisted kind of fucked up way at the same time, maybe it was her way of kind of still trying to protect him being like, I don't really know what's fully going on, but I know this man and I love this man and I've been married to him and he's provided me with a good life for the past 20 years that maybe there's like a natural instinct to want to protect him. Um, And maybe that's why she's revealing some of this and maybe she's playing it up a little bit. I don't know. This this week is where I'm kind of like really tilting my head and being like, well, what do I believe? What do I think is actually true in her stories? I've always tried to remain very objective, but now I'm like, I'm feeling a little suttony and I'm like, "Mm, I don't know how I feel about all of this necessarily. You know what I mean? Like it's it's making me kind of question a lot of it. Um, Love your breakdowns. Interesting info on sponsored media. Erica may not have known, but could show remorse on how the money was spent on her career. Great point, SoCalWC. And I think that's a great segue into last night's episode or this week's episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So I think... I loved this episode because it felt so real. It was happy. It's all happening and breaking in real time. I loved seeing everybody's perspective. I loved seeing the women get fired up. I loved seeing Kyle and Dorit kind of be like, we are really confused and we don't know what's happening. I also, and I know people are going to hate this, but I also kind of loved Lisa Rinna sticking up for her friend and kind of owning that and staying true in her position. I loved Sutton's questions. Like, I think everybody had a very real and very valid point in all of this. Um, and all of these perspectives gave us real true reality TV because we're seeing different opposing experiences based off of the news that's breaking in real time. I thought it was a great episode of reality television. Um, I know everybody's like a Sutton stand right now. I don't know if I'm a Sutton stand necessarily. I liked that she was asking questions because I feel like that's real and genuine and she was unafraid to ask those questions on camera. Her being concerned about her reputation, I loved a little bit less. I was kind of like, "Mm." but um, I understand where she's coming from. Is she, you know, in a bit of a bubble in her own world? Yeah. And I think that's where her priority of her reputation kind of is coming from. Um, Just Andy for you. What do you think Teddy added to the episode? I mean, I found it interesting that Teddy was in the episode and Bravo at no point hyped it up. 
Um, they didn't mention that Teddy was going to be on. We kind of just had to find out. She announced it herself on her Instagram prior. The day the episode came out, she announced it on her, her, on her Instagram on her own. They didn't give her very much airtime at all. Normally, like when we have like a two second um, clip of Adrian or of Eileen, you know, they tease that in the trailers. They tease that in the previews. We got no trailer, no mid-season trailer, no preview, nothing that indicated that Teddy was coming at all. So I think at this point, even Bravo's like, even we're kind of bored with her. Um, I think she made a good point when she was at dinner about how she has no other reason to not believe Erica. Like, yes, there are a lot of questions, but right now Erica hasn't, like, at that point in time in December, no criminal charges had been filed. Things were kind of just still breaking. So I understood, and I think she made a really good point of like, it, at this point in time, we don't know what the situation is. We don't know what's going on and I have no other reason but to believe my friend. I think that's honest. I think that's genuine, you know, and I was kind of like, all right, whatever. You know, I didn't hate her for that. I think I loved everybody in this episode. I loved how Garcelle brought in her personal experience with her sister and how her sister got screwed over by a lawyer and was very much like, if Tom did did this, then fuck Tom. I loved all of everybody's perspectives in it. I don't know if I necessarily sided with one or the other. Um, I thought Sutton had a lot of really valid points. Um, I think I would question a lot of this stuff if I were in Sutton's position. I think Sutton's reputation seems to be fine. And I think she seems to be okay with all of the love that she's getting from everybody, considering she was also just on Kimmel. Like Sutton, I think your relationship is cool. Kosher. Like you're fine. If anything, you're thriving right now, sweetie. Calm down. Uh, Dorit, was Dorit flip-flopping? I think Dorit was flip-flopping a little bit. I think she was a lot braver when all the women were at her house without Erica there directly. But we also I also don't feel like Dorit's the type to really buckle under the pressure. I, every time she's been under the pressure, she's never really flandered like a fish. Um, even last year with the Denise stuff, she was very much Team Denise. She said it repeatedly. She went toe-to-toe with Brandy Glanville, called out Brandy Glanville. So I think... You know, Dorit, when she really believes something or wants to stand by something, like she really leans into that. $14 million Amex bill, Stacey. Yeah. For, but again, $14 million accumulated over the course of 12 years. Like that's the important context. That's not like somebody racked up $14 million in two years or three years. Like it was over the course of 12 years. So it was about one to two million in expenses racked up on an Amex bill annually is kind of is how you know to look at it Dorit completely flipped yes and no I think she I think that there were probably things that she said that didn't air and that's where like Sutton was like I feel like you threw me under the bus because you were a lot stronger the other night and you're not saying a lot of these things so I think a lot of her comments may have probably gotten cut in the editing process and that's why we didn't fully see everything that she said um I do think, like, I think she, and, and I think she flopped a little bit, but she still, like, stood firm and, like, we support Erica, but if these things are true, we don't support those things. Like, she said that the night at her house. She's like, we can support Erica without supporting the things that have been done, but she needs to be honest and tell us the truth. I think she had a little more conviction at her house versus when she was actually with Erica, but I think her sentiment and her position still rang true. And it's also a little different when you're face to face with somebody, you know, like people in the comments, they have a lot to say, but if they were to ever see you face to face, are they going to have that same conviction? Not necessarily. Sutton didn't even have that same conviction. Garcelle didn't even necessarily have that same conviction. 
they still stood their ground and were, you know, shared their position and stood with, you know, what they believed and asked the questions that were naturally coming up for them. I think Kyle also backed down a little bit. She had a lot of questions prior. And when it came to being at her house, she wasn't as open with asking those questions. So yeah, I think there's a little bit of both, but I think the circumstances also played into that a lot. Um, yeah, I definitely think there's po- it's possible that a lot of the other comments that were said, like I'm pretty sure they didn't have a 15-minute conversation at Dorit's house. I'm pretty sure it was hours long that they discussed this. And so I'm sure there was a lot more that was said that didn't get aired that led people to believe that Dorit may have flip-flopped on the cast. Thank you, Luke. What did Luke say? Okay. Um, because you said thank you, Luke. I have to read Luke's comment now. Luke said, if Erica had any kind of involvement in the scheme, it would have been exposed by now already. The fact that the lawyers are needing to dig hard already proves that she had no association. I think that's a really great point. I feel like they would have found something by now. The fact that we have Ronald McDonald's I don't know if that's true, but I'm assuming he's the one that leaked the the expenses to page six because he also gave a comment to page six and he's been very thirsty in the news. I don't have proof that he's the one that leaked it. That's just my own suspicion. Um, also my own opinion, not my you know professional opinion, but just my personal opinion. Um, but I think the fact that that was leaked to the press and that there wasn't really anything in it, like there wasn't anything incriminating, you know, Is she, I mean, the judge is ultimately going to be the one that's going to determine what she's going to be culpable for in terms of paying back. There is a good chance that she may have to pay back all $25 million um, because of how it was written off in taxes. There's a good chance that she may be, that the IRS may come after her for tax evasion. Like there's going to be a lot that she's going to have to pay a lot of money, I think is what's going to end up happening to her. Because everything's, you know, financial and on the books. Does that make her guilty? Not necessarily. Um, I have yet to prove that she was fully culpable in embezzling the money and willing or willingly embezzling the money. I have yet to see anything that proves that. But she is going to have to be accountable later. So the other big point that I really want to touch on because everybody is like, still ripping this woman apart because they're like, she doesn't acknowledge the victims. She doesn't say anything about the victims. She won't apologize. She won't say that she feels bad for them. She won't anything. We finally see in this week's episode, her acknowledge the victims. And so I was kind of like, oh, wow, this is the moment I've been waiting for. This gives, you know, a little bit of redemption in my eyes to this woman because she finally has said the victims take precedent. If Tom took the money, I want to know where it is. These people are the most important. I will be okay at the end of the day, but these people need their money. She says that in the episode. And yet everybody is continuing to question how much remorse she actually feels, which to me is just like, now it just feels like, you know, the hate on Erica is literally just to hate on Erica because everyone waited for her to acknowledge the victims. And it's not her acknowledging the victims in August, 2021. This is her acknowledging the victims in December, 2020. She acknowledged it back then. She may not have put a tweet out. She may not have put a a statement out, but she's acknowledging that they take precedent in all of this. Now, 
Should she give up her jewelry? Should she pay up some money? Yes, I think her legal team knows that she will have to eventually. And so they have to kind of hold as many cards as they have right now and let the investigation investigation play out before she ends up forking anything over or paying any money. But I think it was huge to see her actually say that on the show and acknowledge that and understand that the timing of it was from December 2020. It would be different if she for the first time came out on Twitter and put out a statement. I would be a lot more skeptical because I would be like, you've had months. You've had a lot of time to say something and you didn't. And this may be part of the reason she didn't issue a statement is because she knew that on the show she actually acknowledges this. I don't know. I'm starting to, I don't know if I would say fully believe her, but I don't think she... I will say this firmly with where we're at currently, and my opinion may change in the coming weeks or coming months as more information comes forward. I don't believe she knew Tom was embezzling money and willingly spending that money. That's the conclusion that I've come to as of today, after everything we've seen on Housewives so far, after all the deep dives that I've done, after all the legal analysis that I've had on my show with different lawyers, with Ronald Richards himself, with Emily D. Baker, I'm starting to believe that she wasn't fully culpable in the embezzlement scheme. Did she benefit off of the money? Yes, absolutely. Should she pay the money back? 1,000%. And I think she will, and I think she's going to have to, whether she wants to or not. The other interesting part is there was um, an NFL case that, and I talked about this on the podcast as well, there was an NFL case that her team was trying to block. So a lot of the cases that were still outstanding at Girardi Keys, the trustee was trying to pass those cases off to other, um, wow, thank you guys for all the badges. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my God, thank you guys so much. We're at 10 badges. Oh my God, last last week we got 20 badges. Um, but I'm so grateful. I will give you shout outs very shortly, guys. Very, very shortly. Um, fuck, what was the point that I was trying? Oh, the NFL case. So there was an, just to brief you and to remind you, there was an NFL case that was currently represented by Girardi Keys. Obviously, Girardi Keys is no longer operating. Tom has will has um, voluntarily given up his law license, which is also fucked up that they didn't take it away. He had to voluntarily give it up because he has a conservator. The whole system with Tom Girardi is really fucked up. Um, and more than like, yes, we, we should be mad at Tom Girardi, but we also need to be really pissed off at the system that enabled all of this behavior and all of this scheming to go on for three decades. Um, but the NFL case. So originally, Erica's legal team filed um, uh, a request to not have them. They were, so what they were doing was passing off the current Girardi Keys cases to other law firms. And so Erica's legal team came in and said, no, you shouldn't pass those off onto other law firms. Let the money come into Girardi Keys. Let Girardi Keys finish those lawsuits so that that money can come in and then be used to pay back the victims. Erica has since, or her legal team, and I don't know if this was her her old legal team or her current legal team or what the exact timing of that was. Again, this is live. I haven't, you know... I have some notes, but a lot of this is going off of memory and recollection. So I don't remember if it was her or prior legal team or her current legal team, but um, they've dropped that motion to, they've said, you know what, we're not going to try and fight to keep that NFL case at Girardi Keys. We're not going to try and fight to, you know, secure that money at Girardi Keys. The important thing, the precedent is with making sure the NFL victims get their money. So, you know what, if the best thing to do is to pass it off to another f- law firm, then go ahead and pass it off to another law firm and we'll figure it out at the end. 
you know, so I think that was interesting. It shows that there's a little more willingness. I don't know. Part of me just has a little bit of faith that Erica will, at the end of the day, end up doing the right thing. I've never been a big fan of hers, but I guess I'm, in terms of prioritizing the victims and rooting for the victims, I want her to do the right thing because Tom is not going to do the right thing. We already know that. He has, whether or not he has real dementia and Alzheimer's or it's pretend amnesia or it's a legal tactic, tactic, like whatever it is, we know for a fact he's not going to step up and pay these victims. So my fingers are crossed and I'm praying for the sake of the victims now that we've seen her acknowledge them. I'm hoping that she continues to support the investigation and continue to help the investigation so that we can continue to help get these victims the money that they're entitled to. That's what it is. Hate me for it. Drag me for it. Call me nasty names in the comments for it. How many fucks do I give? Zero, zero, zero. Um, okay, let's see. Um, Arifka, hi. Do you think Garcelle will be leaving next season? No, I think Garcelle's going to stay and milk it for everything she can. Um, okay, let's hold on. I want to shout out badges really quickly. Ooh, we're at 12 badges, you guys. 12 badges. Pew, pew, pew. 12 badges. Can we hit the 20 mark? Can we hit the 15 mark? We won't push it to 20, but we'll say 15. Um, Sanchez fam, thank you. MRSM, thank you. SoCalWC, three badges. Love you. Ah, hail, three badges. Love you. Thank you. The support. Also, somebody Venmoed me 25. I have to give her a shout Oh, I can't give her a shout out because I don't have my Instagram open. Actually, maybe I can. I'm going to give Homegirl a shout out because she Venmoed me $25. And I was like, wow, that is so sweet. Um, Houston text girl. Houston text girl. I think your name is Jacqueline. I'm going to give you a shout out. Like who Venmo somebody like $25 just for like the love and support. That's so sweet. Thank you. Um, who else do we have to shout out? Emily loves Bo. Hey, Bo. Hey, Emily. Love you. Oh, Emily over. Emily over Bo. Oh, we're over him. Okay, girl. We're over him. Two badges. Thank you. Katie Fifi. Fifi. One badge. Love you. Ansley. Ansley, how are you loving that Liddy City tank top? I need pics, girl. Love you. Thank you for the badges. Three badges. Blair, 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 Blair. Two badges. I love seeing you guys continue to come into the live chat. Faux reality. Three badges. I love all the three badges. Oh, my God. Um, Elizabeth with the two badges. Elizabeth Baga. Thank you. Teresa Ross, 730 with the so many badges. Oh, my God. You guys are amazing. I love seeing all the repeats come in and join. Fall Reality, Blair, 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 Ansley, Katie, Teresa. Thank you guys for coming on in. You guys are the bomb.com. Fall Reality. It was the fuck Tom and the I wish. I wish you what? I wish you leave. Leave in from Garcelle that did it for me though. In a good way. Thanks, Emily. Emily D. Baker. What's going on? Oh, my God. Guys, go follow Emily D. Baker. I'm sure she has a Friday live that she's going to be doing tomorrow, and she's going to be breaking it all down. Um, I love her lives because that's where I get so much of my tea from. Okay. I've broken down the news. Share your thoughts with me while I drink my new Potomac wine. It says, drag me. I dare you. Inspired by the Monique. Aloha, Zach. Oh, aloha. Okay, let me. Okay, let's look at your questions. Let's take your questions. Okay, let's go. Uh-oh, what happened? You can receive questions when badges are on, but you cannot show them on screen. Well, that's, oh, you know what, Instagram, get your shit together. Okay. Um, 
Vasnar, what's your opinion on Rita riding so hard for Erica? I think they're really close, you know, and I think they're friends. Um, again, like if that were your friend, I'm sure, you know, a lot of us, if we were put in Rita's situation, would also be hardcore supporting her. I don't believe there's it's not even that I don't believe there is zero proof that Erica invested in Rena Beauty. They have all the financials. I'm pretty sure if they would have found something that could actually link that, Ronald McDonald would have leaked that to page six the same way he leaked all these other expenses to page six. So, yes, she's writing really hard for her. I would have liked to have seen her write a little hard for Denise last season, a little harder for Denise last season because she claimed to have been really close, but now she says she's closer to Erica than she was to Denise. I don't know. I'm not really bothered by it. It's kind of nice to see the juxtaposition of people like Sutton and Garcelle that are very much questioning Erica and then to see somebody like Rinna that's very much standing by Erica and then to see like the the Dorits and the Kyles that are kind of just in the middle of it all. Um, okay. When you write really long questions, the text comes out really small. So let's let's try to read this one. Do you happen to know if any info on what's being taken from Erica to pay the victims per the last court order to go after her. What? Lady girl, what does that mean? Do you happen to know any info on what is being taken from Erica to pay the victims? Oh, um, right now it looks like they're going after her for communal property. So like her jewelry, all of the things that likely were what racked up that $14 million Amex bill those items are what they're trying to liquidate to use to pay off the victims. If that answers your question, I hope it does. Erica Jane told Lisa Rinna everything prior to filming and I'm between. Looks to me like she knows, like Lisa knows everything and it is fake. What's, is there a question in there? Um, pro I'm pretty sure Erica is revealing a lot to Lisa Rinna behind the scenes. I definitely believe that that is the case, um, because I'm sure she can't reveal everything on the show. And that's probably why Lisa Rinna is standing by her, because she probably knows a lot more details than, um, we all do, or than a lot of the other women do. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Oh, I didn't even tell you the new drag me cans go on sale on Monday. So this Monday, you can get the new purple drag me cans. I'll do like an official like announcement, but I wanted to share it with all of you guys first. The new cans, the new Potomac inspired cans, limited edition. We're only making 500 cans. So as soon as they sell out, they're sold out. These will go on sale on Monday, nofilterwine.com. Um, okay. Naomi, do you think Dorit will be back next season? I hope so. I love Dorit. I really like Dorit. Um, I like her for what she brings and what she doesn't bring and the glam and the non-glam and all of it. I love Dorit and I hope they bring her back. I think all of the, I think this cast this season is great. They all bring something even when they don't bring anything. I think this is a great cast and I want them all back. Thoughts on all the women backing down at the dinner versus what they had said the night before. Um, I touched on this a little bit. I think that there was probably a lot more that they said that didn't make the final edit. Um, I think it's different when you actually come with that person face to face and when you see how beaten down Erica came into that dinner, which Kyle and like they all said, like she came in and she looked very defeated. So I think when you see somebody come in and you see them so defeated as, as Erica was when she came into that dinner. Um, as defeated as Erica was when she came into that dinner, I think you're less likely to like 
rip them apart. You know what I mean? Because you see somebody that's seemingly a little more vulnerable and she opened up to them a lot and she acknowledged the victims, which I thought was finally, was huge. Uh, bowl and brush hair. Thoughts on all the women. Oh, I just answered that one. Sorry. Um, Anna, do you think Sutton has a double standard? She didn't know anything before her divorce. Very true. Um, I don't know if I would say Sutton necessarily has a double standard, but I think this is such a big case and it's breaking in real time that I understand where Sutton's coming from. And I actually feel for Sutton because I feel like she's being very honest and genuine and I love it. Um, MRSM, is your new wine a new can, same rosé, or new wine varietal? Thank you, because I'm clearly fucking this up. Um, it's the same, well, it's a rosé, like all the rest of them, but all of the new cans that are coming out, So, but we launched at 12.8% alcohol, and now they're 14% alcohol, so that we can really get Liddy City. So this is a rosé, but it is, as it says on the back, 14% alcohol by volume. So these are even stronger than what we originally launched with. The price is still the same, but these are a little bit stronger. You get to get the new Dare Me I, or Drag Me I Dare You cans. These will go on sale on Monday. All four of the OGs are still available through this weekend, but you'll want to order these on Monday so that you have them in time for next Sunday's episode of Potomac. That's why my hair is purple. Okay. Um, thank you, MRSM. Monday, nofilterwine.com. Um, Teresa, why did she drive to the dinner at Kyle's house? Okay, that was also confusing. And I'm with you. I'm like, why? Because all the other women take town cars and production pays for those town cars. And it didn't even look like that was her Range Rover. I thought her Range Rover was white, but she showed up in a black Range Rover, correct? Or am I just like seeing things? I thought it was interesting that she drove herself, um... I don't know. I thought that was weird because nobody, we rarely see them ever drive themselves to like an event like this. Uh, Ansley, why was Teddy even allowed on the show last night? I think that's Kyle trying to make Teddy happen. Kyle is like, I love Teddy. She's my friend. She knows these women. She's coming to my dinner, whether you like it or not. Bravo. Boom. Um, Teresa, I think she's trying to put on a persona like she can't afford a driver. I don't know if that's necessarily it because we're all pretty keen to the fact that they don't pay for their own drivers. Bravo pays for, or the production pays for their drivers. Ooh, R. Kelly 03 with three more badges. Let's get it, get it, get it, get it. Wow. We are at 15 badges. Yay. Thank you, R. Kelly 03 for three badges. Oh my God. Uh, Dom Dominguez, WA, three more badges. Oh my, you guys are all dropping the three badges. I love it. Crystals 5580. Wow. All three of you dropped three badges. That's what I love. I love the love and I appreciate you. I love the validation. You guys are incredible. Um, that was a stretch, Teresa. What did Teresa stretch on? Ooh, I want to hear what Teresa said. If you guys don't fight, guys. Um, I think she's trying to put out a... Oh, that's what Teresa said. Okay. Um, do you... Chris, do you think she has security at her house? I don't know. I've thought about that. I mean, it would make sense, especially considering how paparazzi conveniently happen to catch her at her house all the time. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 
SoCal. Oh my God, SoCal dropped another three badges. Oh my God, you guys, that is so sweet. Oh my God, Margie. Is that Margie Z? I love anybody with a Z in their name. Thank you, Margie. Brandy, Brandy Mida, Midday, Middog, Middog. Yeah. Let's get it. Oh my God, you guys, I had to chug one of these. We were doing promo shoots for the new one. That's why my hair is purple. We were doing promo shoots literally right before I came in to tape this live. I'm a professional. I had my notes ready and everything. I had to chug one of these for the shoot. And I was like so full of wine, but I tried to spill it as spill as little as possible because the cans even say on the side, I may spill the tea, but I'll never spill my wine. Um, I had to chug one of them and then walk in here. And now I'm on my second one. Liddy City. Thank you, Brandy. Holly in the Valley. Oh, my God. We're at 19 badges. We're at 19 badges. We're just one more supporter away from hitting our 20 goal. What should I do? Last time I promised to flash a nipple. I don't think anybody really wants me to flash any more nipples or flash anything. But if we hit that 20, what do you guys want me to do? Um, Britt, I hope our girl Mar. Oh, where's our, oh, our girl Mar's having our baby. That's why she's not here. Your girl Mar. I hope our girl Mar had her baby and all is well. Oh, yes. We all need to send out love to your girl Mar right now because she's having her baby and she's like, I'm not going to be at the, um, she's like, I'm not going to be at the live on Thursday because I'm having a baby. And we're like, oh my God, your girl Mar. So sending your girl Mar Lots of wine and good wishes and a safe delivery. Your girl, Mar. Yes, thank you for shouting her out. Shotgun can if we can get 21 badges. Oh, my God. You guys. Ansley, we already hit 21 badges. We just hit 22. Your girl, aw, so many. Aw, you guys are sending all good hearts. I have to DM your girl, Mar, and let her know that so much love came to her. Okay, we hit 22 badges do you think that we should listen to Ansley and I should shotgun another rosé? Thank you, Teresa Ross, 730, Marilyn, 143, R. Kelly, 03, for all your last-minute badges that just came in to help us reach that 22 badge mark. Oh, my God, you guys. 23 badges. Oh, my God, we have another one. 23 badges from Chica. Arrow Chica. Thanks, girl. Oh, my God. Dominguez. Of three more badges. Oh, my God. You guys are sending so many badges. Chug, chug, chug. Do it, do it, do it. Shotgun. Okay. Okay. There's about half left in here, so I will chug the rest of this one, okay? Because I had to practice this in today's shoot. Wow, I got a lot. I did that. You had no idea how hard it was to, to shoot that as I was drinking it and how much of it I spilled on myself. So I have learned. Look at There's nothing left in here. You better go buy some wine on Monday because I just I had a shotgun two of these today. And they're limited edition, so there's not, once the cans sell out, like, that's the last we're ever going to make of these cans. Yes, everyone's loving the shotgun. Yeah, 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 get it, get it. Like Jen shot. When she was doing her little dance on the first season. 
Um, I feel like Erica acknowledged the victims only when Garcelle did first. Thoughts? Ooh, Lindsay. Lindsay with the hot takes. I mean, to me, the semantics... Oh, your hair looks so good. Oh, thank you, Gigi. To me, the semantics don't matter. The fact that she acknowledged the victims is kind of my priority. You know, she acknowledged that. Please answer my question. Oh, Marilyn, what was your question, girl? Sorry. What was your question? Oh, my God. So many more questions came in. Okay, sorry, guys. Um, Let me just answer the last question. Uh, you felt like Erica only acknowledged after Garcelle did. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, the important thing is that she acknowledged it and she said they are the ones that are important. Like to me, the moment that was the the cherry on the Sunday was when she said, I will be okay, but they deserve their money and they deserve answers. And to me, that was what needed to be said. You know, she said, I will be okay as in, I don't need the money. I'll figure it out. It's far from over. And I think that needs to be the focus. Like she finally acknowledged it. And people, I don't think anybody's giving her credit for that. Not that she should deserve credit and not that our empathy or sympathy should necessarily be focused on her. The victims are the priority. And I will repeatedly say that the victims are the priority. But you have to give credit where credit is due. And I think in this instance, yeah, we can throw the dog a bone. Um, Teresa, why did, uh, why did she drive to Kyle? To, um, why was Teddy allowed on the show? Why are these questions not in order? Did anybody send, did you send another question? I don't think you sent another question, girl. If you have a question, please re-ask it. Cause I don't think it came through. Um, Emily, she does deserve credit. She seemed sincere. I think she's been sincere. Honestly, like I think she's been sincere. We have no reason to think that she's not being sincere. I do think, here's what I will say. I do think that the story with the Tom and the ding dong ditch, I think that was exaggerated. I think it was partially in an attempt to protect Tom. I think she has a hard time detaching and letting go from that. Um, Lindsay, I absolutely agree. I guess it was never discussed prior to by her. Agreed. And this is the first time we're getting that moment and we finally have that moment. And I hope people can start to give her credit for having that moment. So many people are focused on the fact that they think that she's lying or whatever. Like if the victims really are your priority, she acknowledged it and she, you know, does deserve some credit for that. I watched the body language guy. Oh, who's the body language guy, Margie? And he said Erica was lying when she said she didn't know about the money. Okay, so that's the other thing. I don't think she's fully lying, but I think she knew things. Or I think she started to become privy to a lot of things um, before they actually started to break. Ooh, Bobby, or is that Booby? Bobby, thank you, Bobby, for three more badges. Mm, yeah, what's the next goal? We're at 28 badges. If we get to 35 badges, what are we doing? I'm, I don't know if I can shotgun another wine, but what are we going to do? I'll do something. I'll flash my neighbors. Maybe I will chug another wine. Um, what else? Thank you, Bobby. I love all the love. Thank God for Kathy being Kathy. Yes. Thank God for Kathy being Kathy. Marilyn, when will we get more of Jen from Salt Lake City? And where do you think the ladies will stand with Erica? What? Where, when will we get more of Jen Shaw? And where do you think the ladies will stand with Erica? All of the ladies currently stand with Erica at, they're all supporting her. Sutton is supporting her. 
Garcelis supporting her in their recent interviews, they've said, like, I don't believe she knew as much as, you know, people want to believe that she knew. Garcelle and Sutton have both like kind of given her the benefit of the doubt. So that tells me that there is something that they have learned that has changed their tune a bit. Marilyn, I feel like, or uh, Anna, check the questions, please. Oh, I will. I will. If you wrote a really, really long question, then it shows up on my screen really, really tiny and I can't see it. So you may need to rephrase the question. Um, I apologize for that. But that's Instagram being a swat. I don't see any new questions. It shows me there's a notification that we have new questions, but it doesn't show me any new questions. Oh, here we go. Here's a new one. Um, do you think the Salt Lake City ladies will stand by Jen like Beverly Hills ladies are doing with Erica? And that's by Confidence by Quee, Quinn. Confidence by Quinn. Um, I think I know that Heather and Whitney are standing by Jen Shaw. And that's why they're throwing Meredith under the bus, which is what we saw in the trailer. All of the ladies, yeah, are standing by Erica. Sutton, Garcelle, all of them are. So all the people that are like a Sutton stan or Garcelle stan, like they're still standing by Erica. So if you're a stan of them, you also have to acknowledge that they're still supporting Erica and still thinking that Erica is not guilty. And again, Erica has yet to be charged with anything criminally. You can hate on the girl just to hate on the girl, but, you know, unless you have actual proof of anything, um, don't get it twisted. Oh, shit. MRSM. Don't get it twisted. I don't think she's innocent, but let's put Tom to the fire. Agreed. I'm not trying to get it twisted. MRSM. Um, I don't think she's fully innocent. And I will repeatedly say that. I don't think that she is fully innocent, but I think that she's, I, but I don't think she's as guilty as all the haters and trolls on Twitter want to claim that she is. Um, and RSM, I'm going to try When you write really long messages, they come up really, really tiny on my screen. Do you remember episode one when she said two truths and a lie and she was an informant for a federal case? Yes. Could that be this case with Tom? Possibly. Is it likely? Eh, I don't know if she would admit that if that were the case. What happened? So when I was reading back her book, she does talk about how when she was a waitress that there was like a strip club or there was a club next door to where she worked. Um, I think she worked at a bar or something. She was like a waitress at a bar. I don't remember this off the top of my head, but I remember she said that there was like a spot next door that got raided by the feds. She didn't say that she testified, but I would assume maybe because they were right next door and that place got raided by the feds, like maybe she was part of that in some way, or it could be related to Tom. I don't know. TBD. Um, Teresa, because we're watching it after all, this media has already come out and that is why. What is why? Oh, why did she drive? Oh, I don't know. They don't. I'm sorry, guys. They don't send your questions in order. Ooh, Whitney. Whitney bought three badges, so their profile photo will now glow. Yes, Whitney. Yes, Whitney. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, my God. We're at 29 badges. Wow. Wow, you guys. This is insane. This is fucking wild. I'm like, I will, I'm like going to show asshole right now with all the support that we're getting. Not really. That was a joke, you guys. That was a joke. Which is funny because now OnlyFans just announced that they're no longer going to be allowing like porn on OnlyFans. But like, that's what we all know. Only That's like if Pornhub was like, we're not going to show sex videos anymore. We're just going to be solely influencer based. Mm. 
Oh my God, Bobby. Aries Child 331. Aries Child 331, thank you for the badges. Dominguez, thank you for more badges. Oh my God, you guys are so fucking sweet. Thank you guys. I'm like literally dying right now with how amazing you guys are all being tonight and how sweet you're all being. Um, SoCal. Oh my God, SoCal. Of course, you had to jump into the competition. SoCal bought three badges, so their profile photo will now glow. Comment so that I can comment in the thingy so I can see what it looks like. Ooh, okay, I see the glow now. I see the glow. L Princess says, my my hair is fire. Let me tell you, it felt like my hair was on fire last night when we were bleaching it for seven fucking hours. It felt like it was on fire. It hurt a lot. Teresa, aw, thank you guys. Maybe it'll be holy fans. That's funny. Um, sending Whitney, sending love to you from the great white north. Aw, thank you, Whitney. Thank you, guys. Everyone weighing in on the live chat on YouTube. I love you. I thank you. I appreciate you. Continue to, to weigh in. I'm responding live with you guys. Also, I think Erica was so down because she was depressed. I mean, I would be. Yeah, I agree. Like, I think she is and was depressed. Like, I think that's a really hard thing. And I think that's part of the reason the other ladies weren't laying into her as hard. Just joined, ooh, Ashley and Emmy just joined from Charleston, SC, South Carolina. Yes. Wait, do you know any of the Southern Charm peeps? Have you seen them around? Have you screwed Shep? Because I'm trying to screw Carl. Or not Carl. I am trying to screw Carl from Summer House. Craig. And Austin. I want to have a threesome with Craig and Austin. Like, that is what my wet dreams are made of. Teresa, think about the score was on top of the world. The career was taken away. Yeah, I know. Yeah, everything was taken away from her. Do you think Erica still talks to Tom? Chris, um, do I think Erica still talks to Tom? Probably not. I think definitely, I think at the beginning, there was probably a natural instinct to want to protect Tom. Um, but... I think now she's probably totally done with Tom knowing that like, because I think at the beginning she really was partially believing the three year, three and a half year mental decline thing about how, Oh, that's why he's not paying. That's why he doesn't know where the money is is because he's on mental, mental decline. But now that we know that this has been going on since for three decades and the scheme has been going on that long, I don't think there's any way she would be, she is or would be willing to stand by him. Ooh, spill that tea. Ashley and Emmy. I met Craig a few weeks ago and this new at his new pillow store. Oh, yes. I want to sleep on his pillow. Very dreamy and beyond sweet. Okay, Casper. Casper is sending a live request. And every time I accept live requests, they always go badly. So, Casper, should, should I accept this live request from you? Is this, is this a real request? Um, Veronica... Don't sure. Oh, Dorit sure did change her tone when Erica was present. Yeah, she did. I mean, a bit. Yeah, she did. I mean, she did. I'm not denying that. Do I think, do I consider that a full flip-flop? I don't know. I think the circumstances were a lot di uh, different. Live for your lives. Aw, thank you, Insta Erica. MRSM, yes. Insta Erica bought a badge. Yay. Insta Erica. Insta Erica. Insta Erica. 
anyone that's going to comment about me being Liddy City right now, you can lick my asshole. Um, pick up the call. No, because every time I pick up a live call request, people are always on the toilet because they call in by accident. What do you live request do? What? What do you live request do? I don't know what that means. Oh, we have more questions. Let's see if I can find these. Um... Do you believe Erica is still in love with Tom? Um, that's a good question. I don't know. I believe she probably, like, think about it. When you've been with somebody for 20 years, you've been married to them, they gave you a life that you didn't have access to, they provided for your child in a way that you weren't able to, I think there's a natural love there. Um, but I think it's complicated. I don't know if she's necessarily in love with Tom, but I'm pretty sure she'll always have some love for him, even knowing what a monster he is now. I don't know. I mean, I guess I've never been in a long-term relationship. I think this is a better question for somebody that's like been married or together with somebody for at least like 10 years. Like, think about it. If, if you found out that that's what your partner was doing, how would you feel in that situation? I've never been committed to anybody that long. I can barely commit to myself for that long. Um, so I can't really answer that question from my own perspective. But I mean, if anybody else wants to really kind of internalize that question and answer it, like if you've been with your your spouse or your partner for that long, I mean, I guess if I could equate it to like a friendship, like the friends that I've known for 20 years if I found out that they were doing shady shit like that, like that would be really, that would fuck with my head and I wouldn't know what to think and I wouldn't know how to feel if I knew somebody for 20 years and they were doing all of this. I would need to hear them out and I would need to take time and I would need to process it and that's that's a hard one. That's a really hard one. Um, do we have any other questions? Nope, I think that's everything. I've been, okay, here we go. Margie, I've been married for 27 years. I think she worries about him. Do you see her face when Garcelle said F him? Yeah, I think she worries about him if she really does know that he's in mental decline. Like, if that is true, I think there is that worry. And there's also, like, the hammer is coming down. But let me ask you, Margie, you've been married for 27 years. If you found out that your husband was doing something like Tom Girardi had this whole Ponzi scheme, like, how would you feel and where would you stand? It's hard to turn that love and appreciation off. Yeah, I think that's the human thing. I think when you take yourself out of the reality show and the scandal and the press and all of that stuff, when you take yourself out of that and you really sit with just, you know, everything else, like, it's crazy. All right, guys, we do have to wrap. We're well over an hour, and I'm pretty sure Instagram is just waiting to cut us off. We did hit 31 badges, and that is so incredibly sweet and I'm so so grateful thank you guys thank you thank you thank you please dm me because I'm always available in the dms I can't always respond like in depth sometimes I send voice notes but I'm I'm always here and wanting to share and dish with you guys and if you find more stories please continue to send them to me um love you good night my love good night and don't forget to buy the new wine follow me at just plain zach follow the show at no filter with zach if you are on the youtube make sure you hit the subscribe button and the bell notification button that way you get notifications youtube.com slash just plain zach 
such a fun time. Thank you from Chicago. I love Chicago. I'm going on a date tomorrow with somebody that lives part-time in Chicago. I love Chicago. I love that city. It's so great. Um, anything else? Any final closing thoughts before we, we wrap things up, everybody? Um, R. Kelly, what do you think about Dorit coming for Garcelle in the next episode? Oh, um, what do I think about it? I mean, I can't wait for it. I'm excited about it. Yeah, I'm excited to see it all play out. Adios, Zach. Bye, Anna. Bye, Stacy. Bye, R. Kelly. Good night. Bye, Margie. Bye, Marilyn. You're beautiful inside and out. You should know that. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you, guys. You should tell the 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 trolls on YouTube that because I don't know if they I don't know if they agree with you. Especially when I talk about Ronald Richards and I come from Ronald Richards. Anytime I come for Ron Richards, that's when like more than Erica haters or anything else. The Ron Richard fans are like have the most visceral hate. Bye, Teresa. Bye, guys. Okay. Ciao for now. Love you. Mean it. Follow me at Just Plain Zach. Follow the show at No Filter with Zach. Listen to hashtag No Filter. We have news breakdowns every Monday and we have unfiltered interviews every Wednesday. New wine, drag me, inspired by Potomac drops on Monday. Book club with Dorenda Mentley's book starts this upcoming Tuesday. So be sure to buy a copy. And if you need a link to my Amazon affiliate page, let me know. I'll send you the link. That way you can support the podcast while also buying the book. We start book club on Tuesday. We're going to break down the first three chapters. I will talk to you guys later. And uh, Ashley, your phrase in the ding dong ditch. Oh, I, I mean, people love ding dong ditch every time I say it. So I just keep saying it. Thank you guys. Ronald Richards, Ronald McDonald, ding dong. <laughs> oh, thank you guys. I love you guys. Fuck. Uh, Bye, bye, bye. Um, Finals, McDonald's. <laughs> All right, guys. Love you. Thank you. Bye.